Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hey, detailers. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Marshall, and I just want to tell you I'm so thankful that you're listening, so thankful for everything that is growing inside of community. What an opportunity it was to be a part, not only to help those early dynamics of working with Sheldon's team, really pushing for mobile tech, virtual education from Vegas of 2020 when that one canceled, but then definitely when uh, Orlando 2021 canceled, big, big chances of pushing forward for virtual education. How do we get more free information out? While others want to charge 500, 800, they've even been on our podcast saying they'll make $8,000 in a weekend off of training. How do we stop that from happening? Well, you do mobile tech virtual education. Right? Being a part of the education days over the past years, right, since, uh, since 2017, and then um, being able to be one of the first in the virtual education puts the community further out ahead in giving away information to help detailer succeed. That's what we do here in this episode. Here is what you're going to hear. Well, I'm going to be talking through how to coat more cars with better marketing. You want to coat more? You want to grow more? You don't need to go to a training and learn how to wipe on a product, get a t-shirt, learn some stats, well, and get a bottle. You don't need that. You need to learn how to market better. There is no one else in the industry marketing the way Total Auto Solutions markets. You may go pay for a training and they may tell you you should do social media, but then never have an actual plan of walking you through how to edit a video, how to upload a video, what platforms to put it on, how many seconds to make the video, how to chop a video and how to use it in different segments of uh, different parts of, well, different parts of social, right? Why not? Well, because they're not really operators in the auto detailing industry, that's why. Well, here we are going to have today a step-by-step how to market better with your business. And it's not going to be the type of photos. It's not going to be the way you do your detail. It's going to be storytelling, how to make your customer the priority. We are a service-based business. So how do you make your customer the priority? That is the big premise of what I'm going to talk about. All right. So it is a virtual education, so there's a parts where I, I've gone through and chopped out where we had videos playing or Sheldon was doing something, you know, so you're going to hear parts and then it's going to, you know, there'll, there'll be a couple seconds break and then there'll be, you know, I'll pick back up. So there's going to be some hard chop edits, but that way you didn't have to set through all that. Just wanted to give you a little bit of heads up. So thanks again for listening and uh, make it a great day. <laughs> the question would start at... Well, how did I get started? 2002, I picked up a power washer and started cleaning cars. It was kind of on a whim, but I learned with a zero marketing budget. Zero. Many people today 
have been trying to get out and start their own business. Many of them have left companies that they were a part of and they took large email accounts and large followings and were able to start their own. I didn't have any. I had no contacts, no information. How do you start with zero? How do you grow out of nothing? Well, the journey continued into 2006 and I built a $1.6 million car wash and detailing facility called Zud's Car Wash. And I did that with customers from my mobile detailing business. My greatest lesson there that I learned was B2B marketing and direct sales. And I learned from the, well, vice president of Leap Communications, who at that time owned Cricket Communications, who is now owned by AT&T. You might be using a Cricket service now. And the VP of that company was able to help teach me how to go into businesses and develop relationships so that we could grow our business. Guess what? We did it virtually for free. Well, 2010, once again, zero budget. I had to learn by selling products out of my garage. How do I grow a brand by selling door-to-door, -door, cold call, cold call, straight into dealerships, car washes, detail shops? How would I be able to survive if I had zero experience of that? Zero knowledge of a sales process and be able to grow a brand so that in 2017 I could take that Gary V flip challenge and be on the, uh, well, the cold hard floor, sales floor of Mobile Tech Expo and be able to sell a polisher right on the ground floor after building the brand up. With, at that point in time, I did invest some little money of flying out and doing some things, but overall, from a detailer perspective, where detailing as an industry, we don't do a whole lot of big marketing. We don't understand big campaigns. We're not exactly understanding how do I get more customers? What is the best way of doing it? We probably ought to define what marketing is. Well, marketing is basically a big soup of Ways that you get in front of your customer. 2018 and 2019 at the Mobile Tech Education Days, my good friend DJ Patterson and I walked through with detailers how to build out things that they should be doing for marketing, things that they should be doing to grow in their understanding of what was available during those times, 18, 19. 2019, we pushed heavy on Instagram, fully believing that everybody should be marketing, be working, be dealing with Instagram. 2020 gave reign to a new app that 2021 should be dominating with detailers. There's a big process that goes involved with all the different opportunities that you as a detailer have to use apps, use social media, use word of mouth, use direct contact, using social groups. See, marketing isn't one exact system. There's not exactly a step-by-step -step procedure. 
So if you're going to go to a training where they want to charge you 500 bucks, learn how to wipe on a product, throw a T-shirt on and get some analysis, and then they say, go do social marketing and here, put these images out and this will do it for you. You know, I get it. Everybody does business their own way. For me, as I've done business, I've had to figure out marketing. And as I've understood then, that soup has all those different components. What are those components? How do you get your soup to your customer so that you can make a sale? Is sales involved in marketing or sales different? What exactly is marketing? Marketing is your chance to get in front of your customer. <laughs> That's your process. That's what it takes. You in front of your customer. That's marketing. Dumbed down to its simplest form. Mind-blowing, right? Absolutely mind-blowing. How are you going to do it? Some of the biggest brands, Coke, Pepsi, Nike, right? Name out any of those big mega companies. They're competing for the exact same attention that you, the detailer, are competing for your customer or your prospect. So you have a big challenge ahead of you. You want to grow your detailing business. You want to apply more coatings. You want to do more, more, more. It's a great American dream. How are you going to do it when you're having to compete against all these other massive companies? There's been people that come onto our podcast and, well, they've said, wow, you're just little detailers. You're just a detailer. Well, in that grand scheme of everything, you are. You're a very micro, small business competing in a massive world against some of the global giants who have been trained for years on developing specific marketing plans so that they can dial in their media to the exact point that they can just draw attention, attention, attention. So how are you going to compete? How are you going to be able to do that? What goes in your soup that puts you in front of your customer the best way? Mm. It's involved with a lot of different things. Uh, the very first part, though, that you're definitely going to have to understand in order to get that dialed in and get your soup the right way, you're going to have to understand who your main customer is. All right. This is uh, demo time for a second. I found this shirt uh, as I was doing some spring cleaning. And uh, there it is. This is my mobile detailer shirt that I wore as part of my uniform. It was about, I got it about year two in business. At first, I couldn't afford much. Definitely one of the big things to do early on, right? Easy lesson. Get everybody in a uniform, including yourself. But wave washing was, uh, was my business, and uh, I encourage people to catch the wave to clean. I did that first by starting. I realized one of the first people that I first started working with were business owners specifically around properties, okay? Uh, names like Mike Sitton, Mike Case. These were people that early, early on in my business, I got to start working with. And when I mean working, I served them uh, on a weekly basis. Mike Sitton was every 7 o'clock every Friday morning. So it didn't matter what my Thursday night was like. If I wanted that guy's business, I would be at his house at 7 o'clock on a Friday morning to detail his car every Friday. Now, 
the interesting part about when you start working with property owners, well, some of them also have property buildings that they own. Another segment that I found myself as a young 24-year-old detailer, another group that I somehow just began to work really well with, that was office ladies inside oil companies was a main part, right? Oklahoma has quite a large population of oil. Right? It's a lot of companies here do it. So being able to go into the companies that were inside the buildings owned by the people that I was cleaning their cars allowed me to go in and say, hi, I can be here every two weeks and I can clean your car. Here's what I'll do it for. And it was such a good service for them versus the service that they would be going to get from maybe down at, uh, at the car wash or maybe from some shop that they had heard about, but it was so hard to get into. So the convenience of being a mobile detailer and going to the office ladies, smiling and interacting with them allowed me the opportunity to infiltrate many, many office buildings. So I had two main objectives. And because I had those two main objectives, I could market to those people specifically. Now, the property owners, the business owners, the people that I would set up on a weekly maintenance cleaning, the, those customers, I handled and talked with them. Their packages were just a little bit different than the customers that I would work with inside these office buildings. The purpose of why I'm walking you through this is because, yeah, I've got random phone calls from people, and of course I had other customers, but they were the heartbeat, right? They were the main majority of how I developed and grew my business as a mobile detailer. Marketing for me then is similar to marketing for you now, except well, I chose not to do this thing called the Yellow Pages with this big giant book. Now it's called Yelp, right? You've probably heard of that. Well, it was different back then. You had to pay a lot of money to try and possibly get in front of somebody. The opportunities that you have now to get in front of people, wow. It is really, really mind-blowing. So what's it going to cost you? Right? For me, like I said, I've done everything that I can with virtually zero marketing budget. Now, of course, as this company, uh, my latest, what we're doing at Total Auto Solutions, a Pints and Polishing Podcast, of course I've invested in, right? And of course I've put together marketing budgets and put together money to market towards events and market towards things, right? The majority of what I did, though, has all been done not off of going to a training and paying somebody that hasn't actually detailed cars, but learning, working, understanding the processes, putting in the time, energy, and effort. So what's it going to cost you? I get myself a, uh, a Christmas present every year. It's always been my thing. I don't know why. I'm sure everybody does, right? Mine this year was, uh, was this smooth gimbal. Right, there's a couple different gimbals that are out on the market. And um, I just grabbed this one. Probably it was probably on some Black Friday thing or something. It's probably why I grabbed it. All right. The gimbal has been incredible for, for what we do. 
I also stay up to date on um, the, I try and always get one to two years. Uh, you know, if I can trade in a phone every year, I always try and do that. Uh, having the newest technology in cameras has always been a good thing. Being able to shoot a photo, being able to record videos better is a good thing. So there is some financial cost that you should do, right? A gimbal really does help from shaking and moving. It really does do a lot of good for you. So if there is one little tip, right, if you do need to spend something, go get yourself a gimbal. You can get them for 150 bucks, 200, maybe three. There's, you can get, you can go all kinds of different ways, right? Uh, some guys are wearing uh uh, cameras on their heads with GoPros or on their neck, right? Any way that you can record video is something that you should really, really invest into. But overall, what is it going to cost you? What is creating a marketing plan specific towards customers? What does it really, really cost you? You might not be able to afford it. I understand. You might not even really want to spend into it the main majority of cost is going to be actually your greatest asset in life right it's your greatest resource it's the greatest thing that you have it's your time it's you right for 2020 as there were so many changes what did i do i invested a shitload of time Sitting, learning, adapting, right? When I say you've got so many more opportunities now as a detailer than I ever did as a mobile detailer, and we still run a, a mobile detailing service. Some of the customers like Mike Case that I picked up in 2003 and began to really grow through uh, servicing his office buildings and servicing his cars. Well, we just cleaned four of his cars this past weekend, mobile. We still run a shop. The video that you're going to see here in a second is a video that I recorded and shot off of a car, uh, off of a truck that a customer brought in and we detailed. So the opportunities that you have are, wow, they're, they're endless. You're going to need to spend a lot of time, right? One of the coolest things that I've learned through, through the podcast, Pines and Polishing Podcast, actually has become from the interviews and the people that I talk to. One great interview that I really recommend is a uh, young kid that has been rapidly growing. Now, has many people questioning different things, which is good. Anytime generally somebody starts growing, people question, which is fine. But a really cool episode sharing a beer in Nashville with a young kid named Luke Wilson. Wilson Auto Detailing. He goes over how, you know what? I started into understanding that I needed to not do quantity but quality and use that quality of videos and use that quality of time to best service what he wanted to do for his business his business wasn't designed exactly like everybody else's but he understood that if he took the time energy and effort early early in his career to make sure that he put out enough content of the work that he was doing that that would better him long-term. You don't hear that from a lot of people that you're going to go pay to train you. You won't hear that. 
Luke Wilson has a different mind than a lot of people. He's a smart kid. He's growing very rapidly, and I was happy to be able to find him early in his career, which he talked about on that episode. The amount of effort that he has had to put in, well, you can see why he's had the success that he has. Hey, guess what? He's no different than you. He was detailing cars. You detail cars. You have the exact same 24 hours in a day. You have the exact same opportunity. What's it going to take? What's it going to cost? It's going to cost you. It's going to cost everything that you have inside, maybe. Because you're already going, shit, I've got so much to do. I've got wife, and I've got kids, and I've got family. Well, and I've also got, I'm trying to grow this business. And you might even be doing a part-time. You might have a full-time job. And wait a second, got to spend now hours at night? I was trying to relax. I was trying to catch up on my show. I was trying to, what's it going to cost you? Many times in the episodes last year on the Pints and Polishing podcast, I would constantly bring up a, uh, a growing star uh, in uh, television. Well, it wasn't television. It was more, um, uh, you know, on demand. And it was the Tiger King. And I always joked about the Tiger King because he got so popular, but I had never once seen an episode. DJ can vow for how many times he would come in and see me and I'd be sitting on a yoga mat, really working, diving in, straight into my phone, barely looking up. I would spend nights, hours and hours diving through different apps, trying to adjust, trying to figure out, do I like this app? Do I like this app? How do I work with this? And I would throw out a bunch of content with one app, switch over to another app. It's a very, very fun game when you're making up your soup. So what's it going to cost you? Are you actually going to be able to succeed? Many of you maybe should just pay somebody. Just go pay the 500 bucks, you know? Follow the plan that they're going to say, hey, go put it on social media. Hey, uh, pay $30 per click. $30 for a lead. I mean, some of you should. Unless you really can look at yourself in the mirror, do a gut check. See how much you really, really want, everything you want out of your business, everything you want out of success in life. What is it that you really, really want, and how much is it going to cost you? In order for you to grow your marketing, in order for you to add more coatings into your business, you're going to have to look at yourself in the mirror. You're going to have to look deep in your eyes. Right? Don't get all freaky, right? But, but look in. Give yourself a question. See what you got. How much time can you invest? Could you invest two hours a night? Could you invest an hour? What TV show do you need to give up? What habit do you need to quit? What do you need to start, begin to peel off of what you're doing throughout your day so that you can spend more time working on your business, growing your marketing campaign? Well, so let's dive in. Let's see what that soup really looks like. Let's see what an overall marketing campaign could be for a detailer. All right, now, what we're going to do here is we're going to show a video. And this is a, a process video that I did where, like I said earlier, I had a, a business owner come in with their truck. And I want to walk through, right? This is, this is to me, how and the process overall agenda of how you add more coatings to your business, how you apply more coatings, you do it through storytelling. 
See, storytelling is, well, it's commercials. If you go and watch your favorite TV show, they're going to tell you stories. And then you're going to go watch little 15, 30-second, two-minute commercials. And a lot of what they're going to do inside those commercials for Pepsi, for Budweiser, for any of those, watch them. They tell a story. You get the opportunity as a detailer by using technology today to tell your story and your process on how you took care of your customers' needs. All right, see, now remember, here's one thing that detailers do a little bit different that I want to shed light on. There's a difference in storytelling and just taking the same photo over and over or saying how great you did or saying, oh, look how, how many, you know, was it big thing? How many, uh, uh, how many passes I did or how many levels of correction I did and, and how many of this I did and what I did of this, right? When you, when you do marketing that way, when you put that out there, is that really designed to talk to your customers? Or are you trying to talk more about your own self? The best commercials, the best marketing is actually solving and helping a customer, meeting them in their moment to help solve their need. And when you solve their need through storytelling and showing them how you do it, well, that's how you're going to add a lot more coding. So, Sheldon, let's play this video. Now, you can use a lot of different uh, apps to make videos. but So I walk through the first, and there should be words down there. So what we're seeing here, and I'll go ahead and walk through, and we can just let this keep playing. So what I've done, and, and like I said, and we'll put it out. Uh, Sheldon, I'll, I'll send, I think I sent you the video, but we'll see if we can put that out, the video actually out on, uh, I think you said you've got YouTube, or we can throw it out into some places so they can, uh, they can oh, keep it playing, though, will you? Keep it playing. Um, the, uh, we'll put out the whole video so that they can see the words. Because, oh, no, I didn't want it to, oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, can you fast, yeah, yeah, is that, can it be fast forwarded to where we, because the main part of it will be as we're doing in the coatings and then, you know, showing the car going and all that. It, anyway, see if you can get that up. It, if not, we'll we'll keep rolling, but. When here's the first thing, here's the first step, all right? You've got your you've got your gimbal, you got your phone, and when when you're recording, right? You you saw all the different and you, you got where I showed some of the interior work, right? Then I'm gonna go into how we clean the car, processes of what we're gonna do. But in my words, right? In the words that you write, and you, you need to make sure that when you edit videos that you put words down at the bottom. And apologies, like I said, I think it's just, you know, the way the dimensions were and stuff. We have it set on the dimensions. I probably have it set up to be ready to go for Instagram or something. So it, uh, you know, it, our bad on that. When, when you're setting these up, though, make sure you write captions at the bottom. Now, and the captions that I had at the bottom were specific. Right? They were specific talking to business owners that might have dirty vehicles ruining their image. So at that first part of the video, I put in words about, hey, business owners that 
run around with dirty vehicles, how bad does it hurt your image? Your image is the only thing you have, but yet you're riding around with it in a dirty cover. So put in stuff like that, right? We're not going to be talking to other detailers, right? One of the cool things about uh, what we do at Total Auto Solutions is we do live uh, free pop-up trainings. And one of them that we did in Atlanta was uh, at, a, at, a, at a shop with Mark from Firehouse. It was his tent shop uh, there in Atlanta. And then we went to a local brewery and drank some beers. There's a local detailer there named Vinny. Vinny shared a story about, hey, you know, I put out on social and I, I put out a info and I, I really go. And, but he only gets detailers that comment and respond back. I said, Vinny, it's because you're talking to detailers. When you're marketing, you need to talk to your customers. You need to speak in language that they will understand. Not Might not, if you are trying to work with a business owner that has properties, he might not know what correction is. He might not know what, how many levels or how many steps. Like, you need to talk to him about their image. Pulling up to the golf course in a clean vehicle. Making sure if you're talking to family members of those people, you address them in certain ways. Maybe you want to work with housewives. So you need to talk and speak to them in those videos, and you wouldn't do a video like I did for a housewife. It would be a completely different video. This is what I'm saying. It's going to take time. You've got to understand who it is that you're speaking with. And so that video... I designed it specifically towards business owners. And so I spoke to them about their image and about how we could help clean their image. And once their image is cleaned, it needs to be protected. Right? And so, sir, madam, if your image constantly keeps getting dirty, why don't we put a protection down there that will keep it cleaner longer? And then let's put you in our maintenance program so that we can maintain the cleanliness for you. It's a better process. That's how I've been able to keep going since 2002. The idea of being able to talk to a customer specifically and give them the information that they need is what will define you as a marketer. The other night on the Pints of Polishing podcast, Community Pub, it was commented uh, from Mobile Tech RX that said, hey, I, I bet you guys, uh, you probably hear it too many times that you're an artist. And I was like, no, actually, we don't hear that enough. Detailers are true artists. We are very, very creative. You can speak to your customers and you can record these videos. Once you do record that main video, right? I spent a lot of time recording and I would not, de I didn't detail that car as fast as I possibly could. I made sure to get plenty of content, and then I spent time at night editing and compiling into one big video, right? Now, <clears throat> you can do that video as a 60-second as a one. would probably be a good one, uh, a good size. You can do it a little bit longer if you need to. Uh, that one was, was longer than normal for what I like to do because I wanted to go through quite a bit of stuff, and there was, and like I said, I mean, I really wanted to go a lot of the words that were down at the bottom. The, uh, what... What you've got to do then after you build out that big one is let's go to take that big video and 
let's keep it at a minute. You want to start that one out and put that on Instagram, right? Under that one minute part, right? Not mind blowing. Put it out on Facebook, right? Put those big videos, put them out. Put it on a YouTube channel. Put it out on LinkedIn, right? Put it out into the big platforms first. Great. Now, take that video and let's go to another platform. This is the cool part about this moment. Few people can actually share and talk to you about the app that used to be called music.ly that my little girls were on, that I would shoot videos with them and hang out on this thing called music.ly that then got bought and turned into a company called TikTok. And as it began to explode, I talked nonstop last year. Every detailer should be on TikTok. Last year I was saying it. Why? Because of the amount of creativity that you get to do. So, Sheldon, let's walk him through how to make a TikTok. Now, I think he said just a second ago that uh, he wasn't able to cut out or turn off the audio on this part, I guess, or something. So the, the volume might be a little weird um, because I was, trying to, I was trying to go a little bit faster through the video. So it wasn't like, I think because of the original time that I did this, it was like a seven-minute video. I was like, we're not going to sit here for seven minutes and, and watch this. So I sped it up. Uh, if you want to, you can mute your, you know, mute your audio because it, it, it doesn't sound too good. Um, so go ahead and play. Cool. All right. So here's TikTok. This is your on your main page. You're going to have a for you and a following. All right. Then you go and click and add. All right. So if you see what I'm doing right down here at the bottom, right, I put in the full video. I added it. But then what I'm doing is I'm taking little minor clips out. Okay. And then I'm going to go in and write. See what I you can go in and make little notes down at the bottom to talk to your customers. Now, who is on TikTok? Is a business owner on TikTok right now? Maybe not. So I actually, in those words, talked about, have you ever seen a truck look like this? Wow, it's crazy. Look how dirty it is, right? You can put in those gifts. You can do a transition, right? You open up the door, boom, you know. The creativity that we get to do on TikTok is way beyond any other platform. You know, now Instagram's been trying to catch up with stories, but what TikTok has been able to do for us has been really, really amazing, right? I can now go in, all right, I'm going to change out what I was going to write, and boom, there's what we kind of call that hook, right? Have you seen this? Well, is it in your family? Because most likely that's on TikTok's going to be a younger person. So if they're in your family, then watch this. Hey, then just have your dad call us. Here's your number. Boom. I took the overall video that we made, and now I'm going to splice it up into small little segments. The ability to reuse, repurpose, to spend your time doing the core thing up front and then be able to shoot it out all over the place. Wow. It's a really great opportunity that we have. All right, let's keep, oh, yeah, keep the video rolling. Yep. Just tell dad to call, put in the number. All right, so some of the things that I did through there is, 
you can adjust the amount of time that the words stay on, right? That's setting the duration. So this is what I'm doing now. And you'll see, uh, I'll go through and I'll put, oh, it paused. So let's see, we went back. All right, you set your durations uh, up here. You can go through and set the, uh, uh, while, it, while it rolls to their feet, it's gonna do this little like boomerang thing. And you can set uh, up there at the top, um, you can set that, what image you want. Definitely on, um, on here is big for, you, you only have so many words, you know, couple words you write up at the top and then big on hashtags. Now, here's the key. Don't be concerned about views, please. Your marketing isn't just simply about how many people see it because this is where it's important. Sure, there's going to be people, and we have them. We have videos that hit a million. It's really cool. For us, it's a bit different. And I can't say that a million of those people detail cars. It possibly got hit by hashtags that, you know, drew people's attention, but it wasn't specific enough. So if you see what I'm doing here, you need to be extremely specific in these moments. Don't get too aggressive of thinking you want to get on the For You page and you want all these people around the country to see what you're doing, right? You need to add more codings. You're not trying to get likes. You want to add more codings? Local hashtag the shit out of it, right? You get a lot of room here to local hashtag. So use it. Tag local. And what did I do? I just put in Tulsa. And then I went through and just clicked. Right, Tulsa this, Tulsa that, Tulsa this, Tulsa that. Search your city. Put in the hashtags there. That's that's what you need to be doing. All right. Uh, so show though, just show the TikTok video itself. Let's do that one. All right, pause it. If you could. All right. So what you're seeing there, the first was me going into Instagram, right? Going and clicking on the story, adding it. You add it in, then it goes back, and then I, you know, it puts it back in. I'm, it's, it was going in fast forward to try and, you know, speed up so we didn't have to sit through it all. Uh, all right, so I'm sorry, I said earlier stories. I meant reels. My apologies. All right, so reels is basically TikTok's ver or is Instagram's version of TikTok. All right, and so here we go and add that video back in to reels, and then we get to go in and say a little bit more. Right. Here, though, on Instagram, you can talk then back to different, right? Understand you're on a different platform. Talk to your customers here. Local hashtags here, right? Now, what have we done? We took a large video that we've put out. Then we moved it over to one platform and cut it up into one small segment. We moved it over back to another platform that we already have done some marketing on, but we cut it into a small segment here, okay? What we're going to do is then go back in and cut out each of those little segments that I had in that big video. Okay, so let's say you do a big video that's one minute long. You can then splice that into, what is that, four? Four different videos of 15 seconds, I think. You could even do three and make some a little longer, right? But I like the four at 15. 
And those Ford 15, you then get to put out on each other platform again. So I'm getting a little bit of rinse and repeat. I'm going to hit people a little bit different way. And all the time, I'm going to speak to that customer so that I can encourage them to make a sale. But I'm going to do it through storytelling, right? I show the story of the process, and then I speak to them in words so that I can talk to who they are, not about them or not about how great I am or all about, right? Speak to them. All right, let's go keep playing. Uh, and I think that's where I'm just, yeah, I'm just writing it down. Boom, boom, boom. Local hashtags. All right. So these are, and you can keep playing. And I, I think there's no volume. I can't remember. So I don't know. I'm not sure if I can talk or. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so that that is video, right? That is your video way of and written word because I need to write captions and then I need to write copy. And then I go put those out into all the platforms. Here's where you dive even deeper. There's this really cool thing on Facebook that I know detailers love, these, these groups, right? And, and it can seem very, very as a young detailer getting in and hopping into groups and, hey, I get to talk to people and ask questions. And it is great. It's, it's a great process of learning. The thing about groups is, you know, how many local groups you have in your town that are filled with your customers, with your prospects? Now, the tendency would be for a detailer to go into these groups and act the exact same way they do in a detailer group. Wrong. Go into these groups, and I want you to see and notice the way I go into groups, the way I talk and interact. I like to leave comments, leave uh, discussion points, ask questions. Right? Overall, I found if you go in and just start unloading a bunch of information, people don't really interact as much. But if you go in and talk to them about their posts and offer suggestions or guides, right? Go in and tell them happy birthday when they when they, they put out that the, it was their birthday in their group or, you know, whatever thing that they are dealing with, go and spend time in your local groups. If you have a, a marketing campaign towards moms in Tulsa, hey, there's a group, moms in Tulsa. Hell, there's a South Tulsa, a North Tulsa, a Broken Air. I mean, there's so many mom groups that you can go into and just – Leave reviews, comments, discussions, not reviews on their business, just reviews about what they're going through or, or you know, hey, is there a diaper around? Well, I, I really found out I like this diaper, okay? Whatever it is that they are in their process of, you need to interact with them. Facebook groups are a big part for that. Then, then on some of those comments, when somebody says something, maybe... They talk about a spill or a stain or anything. You go, oh, we dealt with something like that. Boom. Hop in that video. It's a 15-second little clip. It talks to them audio, visual, talks to them down with written word. Now you've got another spot that you can throw that video back into. So how many different levels have we already created? Soup, right? How much does it take? How much does it cost? How much time, energy, and effort 
will you put into your opportunity? The best opportunity that any of us have ever known is right now, is today. So how much are you going to invest into? Are you going to go to the next level? Huh? You know what goes on after this? Let's talk to Brandon from Tim's Mobile Detailer. He has been doing, as we suggested in 18 and 19 at Mobile Tech Education Days. Hey, detailers, you should have a podcast. Detailers, you should have a podcast that talks and interviews to your local customers, your local community, right? The opportunity of you getting to have a podcast for your town, well, that's just pretty rare, first of all. You know how much it would have cost to have your own radio show back in the day? Way beyond what you could afford. Way, right? So you can create your own local radio show, in a sense. And what he's been able to do hmm, is really quite mind-blowing. How about every single episode that he records... He gets a customer. How about that? How about, I think he said 15 plus coatings he's been able to do from that? Hmm. How much does it take? How much does it cost? How far are you willing to go? How much time, energy, and effort are you willing to spend? You want to coat more cars? You got to market. You got to market better. You market by speaking to your customers, by interacting with them on their level, by going into Facebook groups and talking with them, by recording the video of the car process and telling the story of what problem you are solving for that customer. Then taking and dissecting that problem into a bunch of different little videos that you put out on all different platforms. You speak again to those prospects. You're getting to do this all for virtually free except it's costing you your time. Free. And you can continue over and over and over. And sure, you could possibly in a week get some good strong leads and you could possibly start coding cars more and more even next month. You know what's really going to happen is next year. You know what's really going to happen is two years from now. Will you be able to continue to go? Will you be able to continue to invest into your company? Or do you want to just pay a $30 click every time? Those 15 cars that Brandon coded, boy, if he would have spent $30, he wouldn't have gotten every single lead to book a coding. It's probably more like about 5 to 10%. So he would have probably had to have spent... You know, on that $30 lead click from Google that companies want to sell you. Well, what would that really cost them? A couple grand? He was able to do it on his own time. And his business is continuing to explode. Go search him. Go look him up. Ask him. Brandon, Tim's Mobile Detail. He is absolutely doing an amazing job by using all different forms of media. And he's doing it all for free.
All right, let's dive into some Q&A. Can't wait to get into some uh, specific questions if we have any. And uh, Sheldon, I just want to again say thanks. Thanks for the opportunity to talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great question. Those car groups are going to have Facebook groups, right? So uh, one thing that you can do, too, uh, is set up, right? This is a, a thing that I did specifically here local. I have a detailer in Tulsa that was working at a car wash and wanted to get out and have his own shop. So as he started doing mobile and then he moved into a shop that I help him set up at a window tent and a, a clear bra place. And so he gets to use their facility and detail out of there. Well, the big launch that really helped was we began to work together with the local Porsche club. I went and spoke at the Porsche club and then we held a clinic and that clinic did amazing because Porsche owners are very particular. They ask a lot of questions and they're an interesting breed of clientele. And so when you can educate them on how they can care for their car, well, it puts you, and this isn't a great example. This is something that uh, uh, Sheldon, that Mike Phillips talks about heavily, right? This is, a, this is a Mike Phillips playbook, right? You set yourself up as the professional, as the one who knows everything, then when they're not able to do it, who are they going to call? Well, they're going to call you. You know what specifically we talked about there at that clinic? What ceramic coatings would do for their Porsche, right? We did the cleanings. We did all that, same as I did in the video. The thing about adding more coatings is it doesn't mean that you take away from the premise of detailing, of servicing a customer's vehicle. By educating the Porsche owners on how to properly care for their vehicle, we were able to easily transition into talking about protecting their vehicle protecting their vehicle with a ceramic coating now specifically we're talking about my ceramic coating total auto solutions and we were using cc 105 and we were particularly talking about it because you know we felt that it was the best thing that that porsche owner should use and the other owner it wasn't just one right the other owners in there that porsche club would be a better way of saying it and then you know what that porsche club also has a facebook group and they have meetups so what does a detailer do that wants to continue to invest into that community? As then he goes and goes and gets an interactions with their Facebook group because once he's met them and talked to them and interacted with them personally, then they let him into that private group. So then he becomes the detailer for the Porsche Club and goes out to whenever they do meetings and meetups, right? He goes out and rides along with them or goes and sees them when they finish. Marketing isn't just one thing it's not just here here's a playbook there's all kinds of different plays all kinds of different ways to be able to go in and interact and uh that's a great question julian thanks for asking man that that is tough uh and it, it does become a challenge to be able that's why i was i was showing earlier like it's hard to be able to cut down into 15 seconds right it really to be able to talk to somebody in 15 seconds it's, it's tough. you got to go quick early and hit them out with something big early on. I think the stat that I've heard is you've got, you, if, if, you, if you can get somebody past three seconds, you can maybe get them for that full 15 seconds. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, it, uh, it is a difficult process to be able to get into that 15 seconds. The, uh, the, next, the next thing that maybe could be popping a little bit more uh, is a new app called Clubhouse. 
Um, Clubhouse is, well, it took off in such a way that apparently some of the other bigger brands, and of course the way Facebook always does once there's a new platform emerging, Facebook really tries to either take it or dominate it. And so the rumor is that Facebook will come out with their Clubhouse. Uh, I think there's been talk of uh, some other ones coming out with their their version, but basically Clubhouse and and we have uh, if it, like I said earlier, if anybody needs an invite, it, it's invite only. Uh, they'll probably eventually stop that, but uh, uh, if you need an invite, just shoot me a text nine one eight eight hundred one one eight eight. And Clubhouse is fun. You you go into these rooms that are groups, um, and we've got a couple different groups that we have set up for detailers there. And you go in and you, they're set up on schedules. We host. Uh, discussions and then there's a, an audience and the audience can there's a little button you can click to raise your hand and you can ask a question you actually there's a part where you can bring somebody up onto the main you know quote unquote stage of the platform so that so that they can talk there um the the, the way that it, correct it's audio only correct um no recording either it's that's it's specific to be able to do uh uh, dialogue only and no recording and right now it is good for detailers to go in and and work network inside of local stuff and the big you know it now it's so so small that really the big stuff that's popping are big stuff right big things big ideas big discussions big names but there's local too you just got to spend a little bit more time digging through, and, and you'll find them. There'll be local clubs and local things that you can go interact with. These are the times that you you just talk to people, right? You just dialogue and discuss. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I was actually going to talk to you about Clubhouse offline, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Your take on it, so very cool. It, it's, it's, it's slow going, I think, for the, the, uh, the detailing industry. The auto industry, though, it's it's already pretty big. You know, there's dealership groups and dealership stocks and stuff like that in there that I've been in. Uh, but but for the actual detailers to go in and interact, detailers is very small. They should spend their time, you know, on on local community stuff. Okay. Episode over. Leave us a review, and we will see you on the community pub Wednesday nights at seven thirty central. The Zoom meeting ID is nine one eight. 800-1188. That's the Community Pub, Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy. Ooh. 